You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Moore from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Welcome back to my channel and welcome back to Jesus is the Truth podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mora. I am also the creator of Obey Christ and founder director of River Business Academy. I'm so happy that you guys are joining me for another episode of Jesus is the Truth podcast. Don't forget to follow if you're listening via Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And those of you who are watching me right now via YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. I'm so happy that you guys are here today to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church in this hour. Oh my gosh, I pray this blesses you like it blessed me. The Holy Spirit literally dropped this in my spirit earlier today. And guys, as you can see by the the title of this video, we are discussing perseverance. I love this topic so much because it is so relevant uh, to any believer, honestly, because of the things that we face day to day, but especially those of us who are business owners are called to be business owners in the body of Christ. Uh, and you know, in general, like generally speaking, those of us who are sincerely and genuinely committed to the call of God on our lives, we will go through fire. We will go through what is called a refining fire, aka processing. (laughs) It's inevitable. It's inevitable. To what degree, um, you know what I mean, that (laughs) that processing maybe uh, will vary, I think, according to your call and um, or according to your calling. I do believe that it does vary. (laughs) The greater the call, the greater the warfare, uh, the more extensive, the more rigorous the processing uh, because of what you're called to do and the level that the Lord has has called called you to and needs you to operate within here in the earth. And so anyway, I digress. Um, Honestly, guys, I could talk about this topic probably for two weeks straight like literally every day, just, just breaking it down into like little miniature episodes and just talking, talking. Because honestly, there's so many layers to the topic of perseverance. Uh, and <laughs> I just, I really am passionate about this topic. I think again, it's very relevant. So let me just go ahead and get into the message without further ado. I do want to, um, I don't want to hold you guys too, too long. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to go beyond an hour. I may or may not. Well, no, actually, I have an idea. I am going to do some sort of follow up video to this because there's so many layers and especially because of the sort of passages I'm going to refer to um, in this uh, episode. So we're going to talk about David, you guys. We're going to talk about King David before he was king. We're going to talk about the revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me just recently. And I actually talked about this briefly on TikTok Live before coming, before filming this uh, episode. And I'm noticing I tend to do that actually um, when the Lord speaks to me and it just happens to be a day I go on TikTok Live. I normally will begin like fleshing out the 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 thoughts the revelation uh right there live with my fellow sisters and we begin to discuss things and that um is I guess a good segue to mention for those of you who don't know if you didn't watch my previous episode where I gave some of these updates you guys I do plan to host bible discussions on tiktok uh really soon so uh if you're not following me on tiktok feel free to follow me there Join me live weekly where I discuss different passages throughout the Bible. Uh, You will need to be subscribed uh, in order to watch them, but I won't begin that until probably maybe uh, November. I first want to make sure I, um, I just have to get some things in order first in terms of making sure certain people are acting in their role as moderator. I want to leave space and opportunity for certain individuals to uh, come by the live uh, before I go exclusively to uh, subscription only. 
And honestly, there'll be moments, and this is just a quick update, guys. I'm about to move on to the point here. Obviously, there'll be moments where it's not subscription-only lives. You know, like sometimes it, it'll be just normal lives. But for the most part, it will be subscription-only. Okay, guys, so let's go ahead and get into the word. Um, it is a little lengthy, but I need to build up this context because we are talking about what David went through. We, we are talking about processing. We are talking about what perseverance really looks like. Also, this message is twofold. Like I said, I really do think I'm going to do a couple of follow-up messages um, regarding this topic of perseverance, of being hidden, because that's something else the Lord revealed to me about King David. He was clearly hidden like some of us are in this season. Uh, where For those of you who are frustrated because you're doing everything the Lord told you to do and you have been faithful and consistent and obedient, but you don't necessarily see the things lining up in your life according to God's promise and what he promised you and what, what people have spoken over you by way of the Holy Spirit like or prophesied to you, right? So this, I'm telling you, this will bless you uh, because this also happened to David. Uh, and before I go into that topic, guys, because I was just about to literally break that down about the hidden thing. And I am going to probably dedicate a whole separate video to that because it honestly deserves its own separate video, its own separate episode, that is. So I do want to uh, just mention that really quickly. Okay, so guys, we're going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 16 and 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're also going to take a look at the first chapter of James. I'm going to try to keep this brief, guys, but so just bear with me. But we do have to get this context established first, and then I'll get into my commentary. And yeah, we're going to try to keep this under an hour. Lord, help me. <laughs> because Okay, so starting with 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 14 through 23. Starting with verse 14. Now the spirit of the Lord had left Saul, and the Lord sent a tormenting spirit that filled him with depression and fear. Some of Saul's servants said to him, a tormenting spirit from God is troubling you. Let us find a good musician to play the harp whenever the tormenting spirit troubles you. He will play soothing music and you will soon be well again. Um, okay, and then it goes on to say in verse 17, uh, all right, Saul said, find me someone who plays well and bring him here. <laughs> Saul was um, so kind and respectful. <laughs> Okay, verse 18, one of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. And guys, can I just say this? And many of you probably already know this, but this is also another demonstration of God's word taking effect where the Lord says that our gifts will make room for us and bring us before great men. Clearly a little young shepherd boy, which was David in this case, right? Obviously his gift Okay, his perfected gift. Some of you guys have yet to perfect some of your gifts. We'll get that's another topic for another day. Lord knows I'm passionate about speaking on that topic too. All the glory belongs to the Lord. I love talking about that kind of stuff. It's so important to be reminded. You all need to take it more seriously. The gifts that the Lord has already bestowed upon you with a measure of grace. We all have gifts, we all have talents. But anyway, clearly, uh David's gift brought him before great men it made room for him and so he in this case a young humble shepherd boy was summoned to the king's court okay to play the harp because he was a good harp player so again the lord's word right here just being demonstrated and then um so the rest of verse 18 reads not only that he is a brave warrior a man of a man of war and has good judgment. He is also a fine looking young man and the Lord is with him. Okay. So that's what Saul's servant said to, uh, said to, uh, King Saul. And guys, I just want to preface this by saying, I am going to pull from this passage as well, probably in next week's episode, when I follow up, when I, when I speak on being hidden and what it looks like when the Lord hides you, uh, until a certain time, I, I may touch on it a little bit here and there. <laughs> like throughout this message actually. Uh, but I want to dive, like take a deeper dive at, uh, in, into that topic 
and like dedicate a whole separate episode to it. Maybe next week is what I'm thinking of, uh, of doing that or releasing that video. But I just want to emphasize right now and highlight the fact that David is being properly introduced to King Saul right now, like in this moment where the servant is literally saying, look, David is this guy. He's uh, this young boy. He's Jesse's son. Uh, and he is a really talented heart player. He's a fine looking young man. He's a warrior. Uh, he's brave and he has good judgment. So the servant is literally explaining. He's a, a verbal recommendation letter at this point. He's literally acting as a recommendation letter <laughs> with, you know what I'm saying? Like for, on, on behalf of, uh, David. So keep that in mind. Okay. So Saul is being introduced to David. He knows, or rather is being told that David's father is Jesse. And he's given a little bit of uh, background concerning David. Okay. So keep that in mind. Okay. On to verse 19. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse to say, send me your son, David, the shepherd. Again, we have proof that King Saul is aware of who David is, who his father is, and how David can be of service to him, right? So he has some general knowledge about David. Great. Keep this in mind. <laughs> okay, so um, again, you guys, we're in 1 Samuel chapter 16. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 20. Jesse responded by sending David to Saul along with a young goat, a donkey <laughs> loaded with bread and a wine skin full of wine. Then Saul sent word to Jesse asking, please let David remain in my service for I am very pleased with him. And whenever the tormenting spirit from God troubled Saul, David would play the harp. Then Saul would feel better and the tormenting spirit would go away. Okay, so clearly some rapport has been established here uh, between Saul, King Saul and David. Yeah, they're getting along, you know, great so far. <laughs> So much so that Saul has sent a messenger to David's father, Jesse, asking permission that David remain in his court uh, to be of service to him in this way. So Saul is very pleased with David, right? Keep this in mind, you guys. Keep this in mind. This is going to uh, speak to the the revelation that the Lord gave me about being hidden and what it really looks like to be hidden. Saul is aware of David, clearly, and who his father is, okay? As we can see in chapter 16, right? All of this interaction. Then as we go into chapter 17, the following chapter, okay, so just, I'm obviously not going to read up all of chapter 17, but it is the story of David and Goliath. I'm just going to jump to verse 50 and I'm going to read all the way through to verse 58 okay for the sake of time obviously okay but pay close attention to what is happening I'm just going to read from verse 54 to uh verse 58 just for the sake of time again I'm reading from first Samuel chapter 17 okay starting with verse 54 and just to give you guys some context uh David just killed Goliath and chopped his head off <laughs> Love it. We love it so much. Okay. Verse 54. Uh, David took the Philistine's head to Jerusalem, but he stored the man's armor in his own tent. As Saul watched David go out to fight the Philistine, he asked Abner, the commander of his army, Abner, whose son is this young man? You guys, Mind you, and this is why I purposely told you to pay attention in verse 16, the previous chapter, okay, literally the chapter just before this chapter, <laughs> where Saul interacted with David in, in an intimate way. He was his personal musician. Saul sent messengers to Jesse, his father. He was aware who his father was, right? But guys, this proves my point. David was clearly hidden. So he was seen, but he wasn't seen for real. Like people acknowledged his presence, but not, but they didn't know 
who David really was for real. While David was serving and while David was still in his season of being processed, okay, hear me, right? While David was still in his season being pro- of, of processing and while the Lord was still doing his work within David and in his life, David was still hidden in the sense that the the strength of the Lord, the confidence that David had in the Lord and his level of intimacy with the Lord was hidden. His anointing was hidden. His power, his true talent and authority in the spirit realm was hidden. What that looks like is David still serving as a servant, humbly, humbly serving. And this was David's heart, by the way. He didn't even think of it as, oh, I'm a great person. I'm this big person and I'm supposed to be on this high level serving at a much higher level. But I'm just going to be humble for now. No, David was humble because David was humble. David's heart, his the, the position of his heart was just that of a servant and he truly loved the Lord and his focus I feel the Holy Spirit wow this is so good thank you Holy Spirit his focus was on the Lord not on man not on what man could do for him not on he didn't have his eyes necessarily set on doing great things quote-unquote not to say it's bad to have your have aspirations I have aspirations the Lord has revealed certain things to me um, in terms of where I'm going and he's given me, allowed me to see visions and I've been prophesied to as well, uh, that confirm certain things and et cetera. And I'm sure many of you can relate and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with aspiring to, to have more or to, to, to have greater than what you have now and things like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But it is important that our focus remain on the Lord. It is important that our focus remain on on being obedient <laughs> and truly growing in our walk and our relationship with the Lord. This was David's focus. And because David's focus was this way, you guys, <laughs> let me actually finish reading and then I'll get to that point, right? Because I'm just going to mention the fact that because David's focus was this way, the Lord raised him up inevitably. Let's pick up with um, verse 55 again. I'll just reread that. As Saul watched David go out to fight the Philistine, he asked Abner, the commander of the army, Abner, whose son is this young man? I really don't know, Abner declared. Okay, so again, he's asking whose son, guys, he knows, well, he for, he forgot because again, it, it wasn't important to him before because he didn't see David before he didn't see David until David stepped into his rightful place the veil was lifted he was no longer hidden David was now on a platform in front of thousands wow thank you Holy Spirit because his time had come for him to be on a platform literally God's metaphorically okay the platform I know there wasn't a platform but he was in front of thousands Quite literally, okay? He was in front of two armies. The Philistine army and the army of Israel. Who were terrified, by the way. Okay? It was because of... We'll get to that in a second. So, the time had come for David to step into his rightful place, which is that of king, which is that of a true leader of the Most High God and of his people, Okay, God's people. The time had come. So he was shifting from this place of being hidden to now people are seeing who David really is. The veil has been lifted. Wow. Thank you. Holy Spirit. I love this kind of I love this kind of talk, you guys. So he was shifted to another level. And in this particular level, the veil is lifted, right? And now he's undergoing, he's still, he's out of that rigorous processing season. He's no longer fighting lions and bears. (laughs) 
Okay. But now he's going into like this, he's shifting into this position to where now he's in a new realm of a different realm of warfare, right? Still very much possessing all the victory because the spirit of the living God is with him. And and his book was already written, like he's going to be king. It was already prophesied, right? So, you know, whether he realized it or not, it was beside the point. But now he's in the king's court and he has the king's attention. Saul is not aware fully, right, of all these things. that are. Anyway, my point is, David is beginning to step into his rightful place. So there's a shift that takes place to where he's no longer dismissed as like this just young, wild shepherd boy who, you know, just is insignificant or doesn't have much value because all he is is a shepherd boy. People are beginning to see him as someone to respect, as someone who has true authority, as someone who knows the Lord, as someone who is brave, brave and bold, as someone who deserves respect and honor. So much so, again, Saul is now summoning him again. Guys, anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, so uh, verse 56, this is after King Saul inquires about David uh, to the commander of his army. So King Saul asks the commander of the army, Abner, who is this young man? Abner says, I don't know. Verse 56, uh, Saul is like, well, go find out. Like, why are you still here? I need answers. Again, guys, this blows my mind in the sense that it just truly is one of the, I would say, the best that I've come across so far. I'm sure there are other passages, many others throughout the Bible that demonstrate what it looks like to be hidden by God uh, until a certain time, like a very specific time. Because again, this blows my mind because Saul literally had David all up in his court as a personal musician, guys, as a personal musician. Okay, so verse 57, as soon as David returned from killing Goliath, Abner brought him to Saul with the Philistine's head still in his hand. So David got, David is just, y'all, David is a warrior through and through, a man through and through when you really picture this this is quite disgusting and disturbing not to david though because david is david is like i I do this we out here this is this is just how things are so david is summoned again to the king's court with the goliath's head he just coming like okay you know what's going on he got casually just walking around with goliath's head in his hand We love it. I'm here for that. (laughs) Okay. As soon as David returned from killing Goliath, Abner brought him to Saul with the Philistine's head still in his hand. Verse 58. Tell me about your father, young man, Saul said. And David replied, his name is Jesse and we live in Bethlehem. David is so humble and casual. Okay. And if we read, which I don't have time to do it right now, guys, I'm sure there will be a video sometime in the future where I go more in depth and I can take my time and read throughout the chapter, uh, chapter 17, that is of first Samuel, where I just love how that whole situation plays out. I love the boldness and the confidence that exudes, okay, from, uh, David. And again, it is so, it's honestly just indicative, again, of his close walk with the Lord. Because that type of confidence, and actually David makes a mention to this when um, he's in King Saul's presence and King Saul gives him his armor. Before King Saul offered David his armor to fight in, uh, David literally told him because he had to convince King Saul because King Saul di- initially didn't want David to go fight Goliath. 
And so David explained to Saul how, to King Saul, how, um, he was like, listen, I've done this. I've literally broken the jaw of lions and bears. Like I've killed them before just saving my sheep. Like it's not a big deal. This guy's nobody. Plus who, how does he even, he, he has no right. The fact that he has the audacity to think he has a right to defy the army of Israel, I will knock this man, this man, I will, it, listen, don't even worry about it. Just, just give me the green light. I'll handle this right now. That's what da- David was about that life through and through. This little young shepherd boy that everyone just dismissed. And this sort of confidence only came by way of David's previous processing season. David had already gone through the refining fire, okay? He was given a task. And again, guys, I will go more in depth uh, in a follow-up episode because I have got to really take my time and break this thing down. But just to, I guess, scratch the surface a little bit here and give you guys something to look forward to for the next episode, I guess I would just go ahead and preface the uh, follow-up episode to this episode um, by saying, sorry guys, I just moved the mic if you heard that, by saying that um, King David at that time before he was, you know, crowned king publicly in the spirit realm and had already taken place in the spirit he was already king david right i won't get into that but he was faithful over the task that the lord assigned him the humble task of shepherding sheep and goat in the open field completely in isolation okay completely disregarded and disrespected by many (laughs) people didn't honor him they didn't respect him he was constantly disregarded and belittled by his own brothers first and foremost and then by others even prophet samuel was rebuked by the spirit of god when he was going through the brothers going through um sorry guys sorry guys if you can hear like noise in the background that's my husband uh living his life anyway i digress david was faithful over the little that was assigned to him he was grateful for what he already had going on because really and truly he was just very much satisfied with knowing the lord and having uh time to spend with him and this is why david is to this day known as well it's also been recorded literally in the bible as a man after god's own own heart a man after god's own heart because he truly was that a man after god's own heart he loved the lord so much his relationship with the lord was his main focus okay he was very much content with just hanging out with the lord and being that he was naturally submissive uh, to the spirit of the Lord. He was n- very much humble, okay, in spirit. And again, submissive in spirit and committed to the Lord, devoted to the Lord, devoted to his assignment. Again, guys, I will go a little bit more in depth in the following episode. But I'm, I want to make a point here and kind of just bring this home to the perseverance part okay and i'll speak more on the hidden aspect again in another episode okay so to that point let me just go ahead and read before i really just comment on perseverance in general um and go ahead and wrap up this message because i promised you guys i'm not going to keep it too long like i don't want to go and i probably have already gone over an hour i don't know we'll see what it looks like after Okay, so let's go ahead and read from James chapter one, one of my favorite passages in the Bible, again, because it's one of those passages that, of course, there are hundreds, but this is one of my favorites because it truly um, is so timely when you're going through what seems like an unyielding test or trial, 
okay? Tribulation, storm, whatever the case, while holding on to the hope and promises of God for your life, okay? Okay, so James chapter one, verses one through eight reads as follows. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Love this so much. So James is talking to us, believers in the body of Christ, those of us who love the Lord and serve him. Okay, because by the way, if you love the Lord, you should be serving him because they're one and the same. According to God's definition of love, I've talked about that before. I'll continue to repeat myself. Verse two, (laughs) consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Okay, honestly, there's so many separate messages. I, I could just take this in different angles and just divide this up into several episodes to be honest so let's just focus on the perseverance aspect for the sake of time okay I'm gonna reread verses two through four consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds so basically don't become depressed don't allow yourself to become discouraged whenever you're going through trials and tribulations you guys because you know that the lord so we should have this understanding that the lord is testing our faith so he's reminding us that it's a good thing for our our faith to be tested it's a good thing when we go through all sorts of trials and tribulations and that we should allow perseverance to finish its work so that we may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. This was David. David allowed perseverance to finish its work when he was breaking the jaws of lions and bears. As I was saying in the in my live on TikTok, we are not necessarily out here in these streets breaking jaws of lions and stabbing bears and stuff um (laughs) like david that's what some of david's trials look like right and that's what helped him to build confidence and i know this because he literally referenced this when he was trying to convince king saul to allow him to go and fight goliath because because king saul like others completely wrote david off based on appearance alone the Lord sent prophet Samuel to anoint David as king long before, okay, long before uh, David fought Goliath. That's why I said, guys, it first takes place in the spirit realm. Everything takes place in the spirit realm first. So long before David fought Goliath, David was anointed uh, as king by Samuel, but Samuel did not see, again, he didn't as a prophet, this is a seer, a known seer. And he was, and he, you know, Samuel, prophet Samuel was a seer. Okay. I should say is cause he's very much still alive. He's just in another world, another realm. But, um, my point is he was rebuked by the spirit of the Lord. Cause he kept every son that, had a certain appearance and appeared before Samuel um, because Jesse, if I'm not mistaken, had eight sons. So Jesse was just showing the different sons and Samuel was like, oh, surely this one's it. Like, because they would be tall and, you know, handsome with their broad shoulders and they muscular build and they had maybe a demeanor that was, um, that was confident and, you know, whatever. And so the Lord was like, nope, that's not him. Nope, he ain't it either. I rejected him. Nope. And then eventually the Lord said to Samuel, look, man looks at the outer appearance, 
But I look at the heart. The Lord looks at the heart. Like the heart is what matters the most. Hence David. Okay. Right. So David is anointed as king because of his heart first. The rest can be, according to the Lord, like honestly, the rest can can be, he, he'll handle the rest basically. Whenever you get close to the Lord, you understand your rightful place and position in the kingdom of God, which is first of a servant. You guys, we're called to submit ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. This is our reasonable service. We're called to be servants first. David had this on lock. David had this on lock because he truly loved the Lord. And he had no issue accepting his rightful place as servant. Okay. He was a shepherd boy. He shepherded over the sheep. This was his first task given to him. One that he took very seriously. He respected his task. He took it seriously. Others may have disregarded him. And just looked at him as this young boy who has no significant title. And he may not have all of these accolades that man would look at and and, and respect or uh, deem worthy of respect. He may not, he may have been lacking all of these qualifications that man requires, right? In order to elevate you. But he had the one qualification. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That the Lord requires in order to elevate you. That's the Holy Spirit right there. I, I hear you and I feel you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. But he means this. Thank you, Lord. Wow. He had the one qualification that the Lord requires prior to elevating you, which is a submitted heart. A heart posture that is yielded to the Lord and his will. And that's where David was. He was just perfectly positioned in this way. All he cared about was what the Lord had to say. All he wanted to do was spend time with the Lord. He was perfect, perfectly yielded to the Lord. And the Lord took notice of this. The Lord took notice of this long before man took notice of David. And I'm going to get into this, guys. I'm telling you, I'm going to go deeper into that in the next episode, y'all. Please subscribe if you like this sort of talk, these sort of Bible discussions. Please subscribe. And if you're listening via podcast, uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, don't forget to follow. Please follow the podcast for those of you who are podcast listeners. Um, Okay, guys. (laughs) So I just wanted to say, and I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here again because I don't want this to be too long. But perseverance, this is what it looks like when perseverance finishes its work in you there is a perfection certain versions versions of this passage if i'm not mistaken read and say perfection instead of complete it says here in verse four let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything that was david so on the outside to man again he lacked a lot he he lacked age and experience in warfare He lacked uh, experience in general, according to a lot of them, based on his age. And he lacked an appearance, just an an accolades and and title. And he lacked a lot of things according according to flesh, according to the world's system. Yet and still, God took that opportunity because let me tell you, the Lord, what he can do with a yielded heart is more than an entire army <laughs> of faithless men, <laughs> but seemingly athletic and brave and whatever of good, proper, quote unquote, physical stature. He can do with one little boy, <laughs> right? Filled up with faith and a yielded heart. what an entire an entire army couldn't do and that was in this case defeat goliath oh my gosh guys i want to dedicate an entire episode just to talk just talking about that 
only dedicated to the uh, chapter 17 of 1 Samuel where David defeats Goliath. It is so powerful. The confidence that exudes from David, which came by way of his closeness to the father. There is a level of confidence that only can come when one spends significant, regular time, okay? Significant time on a regular basis, that is, with the Lord in the secret place of the Most High, right? This clearly was David's dwelling place, so he did not fear. He simply didn't fear anything, not beast or man, because he was aware of the living God and that he was very much aware of the presence of the spirit of the living God and, and what the Lord was capable, capable of doing. And guys, I have got, I hear you, Lord, I'm going to dedicate a video to this, Ashley, guys, I'm now I'm talking to myself, like a mental note. I have got to dedicate an episode to just speaking on the, 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 the warfare there between David and Goliath and the backstory. I'm, I'm just going to, for now, I'm going to let up off of that because wow, because wow, I can talk and talk on that alone because honestly, the Lord has been ministering this to me for a while now as I've been meditating on that passage of uh, between ch uh, chapter 16 and 17 of First Samuel. Um, but for now, I just want to leave you guys with this. Okay, David allowed perseverance to finish his work. He went through a lot while, while managing the sheep and the goat. So to put it into terms that are maybe more relatable, maybe you're in a position that seems very small in comparison to where you know God has called you. Maybe you're only managing a handful of people. Maybe some of you are not in the position of leadership at all right now, but maybe you're serving in different ways because honestly, leadership is serving. David was a shepherd. He was in a position of leadership. It just happened to be over livestock, but still that was a position of authority, right? So my point is no matter, no matter how small your current position seems, because let's be honest, you guys, we all know that the position of a sh being a shepherd, like that position, being a shepherd over livestock, is not deemed as a super like prestigious position. Not in any context, not in any generation, is that particular position deemed as prestigious or one that's highly sought after, okay? But that just goes to show how the 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 kingdom of god operates and how how the lord truly takes the foolish things of this world to confound the wise because he's proving a point there's a point he is making out of all of this that we ought to take note of okay the lord does not operate by the world's standards not in the least so as men and women of god okay as business women of God, those of us who are entrepreneurs, uh, who've been called to own our own businesses and we claim to love the Lord and serve him, let us be reminded that it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So this thing that the Lord is doing on the inside of us, this thing that the Lord has called us to is much greater than anything that we in our own fleshly power and influence uh, could ever attain. Like we alone with by our own might, by our own strength can never like attain that great a status or accomplishment that the Lord has called us to. And some of you, you know what I mean. If the Lord has given you a vision or shown you anything if of it and or if, people have prophesied to you about what is coming for you, what is coming or what the Lord has for in store for you, et cetera, et cetera. You I'm sure have felt 
very small in comparison to like, how can I? And that's the whole point. The Lord is going to do it. <laughs> Let it be known that it is by the hand of the Lord and by his grace and by his spirit that that thing will come to pass. Amen. So let us be first and foremost servants that are yielded first in our heart, then in our minds. So that come what may, perseverance will finish its work because we know who we are in the spirit. By way of the spirit of the living God who is on the inside of us and the understanding that we have according to the Lord and what he's called us to do. And because we walk closely with the Lord and we're submitted to him, we understand our true position as servants first. And therefore, having this knowledge and understanding, we are wise enough, again, by way of the Holy Spirit, who reveals all things and, you know, helps us with the wisdom aspect for sure. We realize that we are to count it joy when these things come, when trials and tribulations come. And that with the help of the Lord, we can get through anything that comes our way. And we will want to. Here's the thing. David David was just doing his job as a servant because he took it seriously. Because he honored that position. Because he first honored the Lord. And so because he honored the Lord, he respected what the Lord was doing in his life. And, and in loving God and being yielded to God, he honored the position he was in. So much so he was willing to lay his life down for the cause. He didn't need the fame. He didn't need the money. He didn't need people watching him go and kill a lion and a bear. He didn't need a gold medal at the end of the day. He didn't need 100K followers off, off, just off the fact that he out here killing wildebeest. He didn't need no lights on him doing that. And I'm not saying, guys, we, again, I'm not saying we can't aspire to the, these things. But again, it's about your heart posture. Where is your heart posture? If your heart is in the right place, you won't be tossed to and fro with the winds that come by way of the storms that may come and that we are uh, called to weather in the, and throughout this processing. And honestly, the storms are going to come in and out anyway, to be honest. I mean, this is just a part of our journey here in the earth. But again, it's a testing of our faith. What do you really want? What are you really after, says the Lord? Is it the money you're after? Is it the followers? Again, nothing wrong with ha having money. Nothing wrong with aspiring to have more money so that you can do more and give more and do whatever the case is, right? There's nothing wrong with that. The Lord does want us to prosper, surely. And there's nothing wrong with aspiring for greater in general. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, what's wrong is when those th things take the place or the position that should only be reserved for the Lord in our hearts. There's a seat in our hearts that ought to be reserved for the Lord alone nothing or no one else so we have to just let us constantly self-evaluate let us be aware of the position that these things these aspirations these goals what position they hold in our hearts and in our minds right because sometimes unknowingly one can further delay their and, I, and honestly, guys, I'm speaking to myself as well. I'm speaking, this is, I'm not exempt, right? This is revelation given to me by the Holy Spirit. I'm sharing it with you, but it first ministers to me, just like anyone else who comes out here to speak to you guys, anyone else that comes out here or puts them or, or in some way are in the public uh, speaking and sharing revelation given by God. It first ministers to the speaker. Like we receive the revelation, it ministers to us first, and then we process that. And sometimes 
it's happening live. Like sometimes the revelation is given to me while I'm speaking, obviously. And I begin to, you know, I can go in more depth on a particular topic, but my point is, um, I'm not exempt. Obviously this is a message for me as well. Like we all have to be aware, self-aware in this regard. May the Lord open our eyes to see what is going on. And if in any, uh, in every error of our ways, if there be any error in our ways, may the Lord reveal it to us quickly and may, uh, course correction take place quickly swiftly in the mighty name of Jesus let us pray okay that um we don't fall into into temptation may the Lord remove temptation and stumbling blocks out of our path and guys we have a duty to guard our own heart that's what the Bible says guard your heart for out of it pours the issues of life so let us be aware of what is in our heart. Let us be aware of the things that attempt to, okay, uh, penetrate our hearts. Let us be aware. That is our duty. So anyway, you guys, let perseverance finish its work, no matter what it looks like, no matter what the situation uh, seems like, uh, no matter how small, um, no matter how insignificant or how small your current circumstance is in comparison, I guess, to where the Lord is calling you. None of that matters in the grand scheme of things, because honestly, <laughs> I was going to say within the, with, within the time frame of a couple of chapters, <laughs> but of course I know, you know, just because these things are recorded and back to back chapters doesn't necessarily mean a lot of time didn't pass in between that. I understand that, guys. Please spare me. <laughs> David went from a, being a shepherd boy to being king. And you're telling me he can't take us, like those of us who are yielded today in 2023, from zero to a million whenever he wants? I'll say this. I've said this before. I'll say it again. It is, listen, you guys, it has everything to do with our willingness to submit and to obey and to stay the course, which requires constant submission and obedience. David was on his course. He stayed the course because he loved the Lord. So he, he remained in position. And so the Lord inevitably elevated him. Inevitably, you guys. And it happened what seemed like overnight, honestly, if you're just reading throughout the Bible. But of course, it was years, I'm sure. Um, but the point remains. <laughs> the same God that King David served is the same God we serve. And he has not changed. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. People change. The Lord does not. The word of God will never change, nor will it fold. People fold. The Lord does not. Okay? <laughs> People are manipulated. The Lord is not. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His principles and his laws remain the same. So it is us who have to get on board if we want to get what the Lord has for us, basically. So it's just, that's the message of today, guys. Be aware. Allow perseverance to finish its work. Uh, to those of you who are still going through the refining fire, and it just seems like literally it's unyielding and sometimes it even seems impossible or that you're so far removed from what the Lord showed you in, in, in the vision he revealed to you about where he's called you to and, and what he has for you, his promises. You seem, it feels so far removed from where you are right now. 
I just want you to be reminded of where David was and what he became and how so far removed it seemed in the eyes of those who walk by the flesh. In the eyes of those who don't walk by faith, but walk in the flesh and, and, and move according to the world's standards. David's situation was very much far removed, but not to God. To God, it was a stone, a, 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 a stone's throw away. <laughs> to God, it was a stone's throw away. I'm referencing, by the way, the stone that, that knocked out Goliath, guys. Keep up. I'm just kidding. Some of y'all got it the first time, but whatever. Um, Yeah, this, this thing ain't, this ain't new to the Lord. This, the Lord ain't new to this. He true to this. <laughs> for lack of a better phrase no but seriously um it's us who need to get on board let us not think about the lord's way he does things in a very mysterious way his 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 ways are not like our ways his thoughts are not like our thoughts just as high as the heaven is above the earth is how high the lord's uh ways are above our ways and his thoughts above our thoughts i love that passage by the way you'll hear me repeat it some of you who've been following me you've heard me repeat that several times i love it so much please commit it to memory as well if you haven't already because it's true and he's so mysterious who can search the lord's thoughts and in his ways who can really truly understand him like we should all we ought to just start trying to stop like searching how he's gonna do this thing and just know it's gonna be done because he said it and he said so that's why that's how that's all you need to worry about worry about what he told you to do or have you done that thing that he told you to do no, I don't care about, he, 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 he really truly doesn't care about nothing else that's going on. Did you do that thing he told you to do? David was given the task of watch over the sheep and the goat. <laughs> the Lord didn't care nothing about that bear and that lion coming behind, coming up out the woods to snatch a sheep. The Lord said, take care of the sheep and the goat. David was willing to, thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow. David was willing to lay down his life for the sheep that he was given authority over. David was willing to lay down his life to fulfill the task that was assigned to him. He took it that seriously. Others may have not taken it seriously. Others may have disregarded him. Others may have dismissed him. But David said, no, this is, I'm, I respect. I am doing this as if unto the Lord. This is what I'm called to do in this hour. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to take it so seriously. I'm going to be willing to lay my life down. Some of y'all not even willing to get up and get on camera or get up and, uh, I don't know, send off that application or talk to that person, make that phone call. You still sleep. No, but literally quite physically, like you're, you're sleeping. Wake up. The alarm went off two hours ago. Forget trying to fight a bear off of off of a sheep the Lord told you to watch over. You won't even get up when the alarm go off. Sleep. Done got between you and your calling. A little bit of folding of the hands and a little bit of slumber and poverty will find you. And that's why some of y'all get mad. Ooh, Lord, okay, I don't know. Okay, I'm not going to go there. People don't like to talk about money. Because y'all hold that real close to y'all heart for real. So we're not going to get into that topic right now. But I just want to put that out there. David cared about his assignment. How much do you care about your assignment? The one you have right now that people say is small and doesn't matter. How seriously do you take that? Well, I'm being convicted right now, actually. I told y'all the Lord ministers to me too. I'm not exempt from this. There's always room for improvement. Always. So I thank you, Lord. All the glory belongs to the Most High God forever. Glory to God. So guys, let us be found faithful in the sight of the Lord when it comes to simply persevering, enduring, 
having stamina, being faithful, no matter the circumstance. Lord, let us be faithful. I want to be faithful like David was faithful. I want to persevere like David persevered. I want to stay focused on my relationship with the Lord like David stayed focused on his relationship with the Lord, like David loved the Lord. (laughs) When the time came, David, he was complete. It says, just according to, uh, as, as it says in James chapter one, okay, clearly this podcast is over an hour at this point, but it's okay, whatever it has to, whatever. It's just going to be like that. James chapter one, and I'm wrapping up guys. I'm going to close after this. Uh, uh, just as it says in James chapter one, verses four through uh, five. No, well, I'll just read verse four from James chapter one. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. This was David. He was mature. He was complete. And again, this is evident in his incredibly bold and courageous confidence in the Lord when he faced the Goliath. Something, you guys, you have to picture this and really meditate on this. An entire army was shooketh in their boots. If <laughs> I'm just like for 40 days the Goliath taunted them. Just taunted taunted them. Had them shooketh. And David just walked up in there from the field. That they disregarded because he just came a little shepherd boy coming out the field. What you doing over here? David was like, what you mean? What y'all doing over here? Letting this man talk to y'all like this. Who dare defy the army of the Lord, of the most high God? Who is who is this? Who who what's up? What's what's going on? <laughs> David was about that life through and through. And it started. <laughs> With having faith in the Lord, believing in the Lord, trusting in him. He went from glory to glory, faith to faith, starting on that first job he had as as a shepherd boy. Breaking necks of lions and bears, chopping heads off and breaking jaws of lions and bears. Not a small, honestly, not a small feat if you ask me. That's a big deal. Okay, uh, the way David just said that, like it wasn't nothing. But that's what happens when you're in the season of being proce- processed, you guys. We go through these trials and tribulations to test our faith. And by way of that testing, your your faith grows even the more. Okay, the boldness in you will increase because you're seeing the hand of God move. And that's what happened with David. His boldness and his courage increased after he was breaking jaws of lions. Are you kidding me? You don't think your boldness and your courage is going to increase after something like that? But he had faith in the Lord first. Okay, let's get it straight. First things first, right? Faith in the Lord first. And he had he walked with. Do you think it's normal for people, someone just to think they can take that sort of authority over a bear? This was indicative and evident of his you guys that confidence was building up little by little little by little little by little while he was on that job that humble job of being a shepherd his he the perseverance was doing his work okay it didn't look like he was gonna be king y'all david was constantly disrespected and disregarded by many people, starting with his own brothers, right? And his father, too, for that matter. Because when Samuel came to anoint people as, like, one of the brothers as king, one of Jesse's sons as king, Jesse didn't even consider David, (laughs) okay? No one did. But God sees you. When your heart is right before the Most High God, no matter if man doesn't see you, God sees it. And he's paying attention. And when the time comes, if you stay the course, if you remain consistent, if you continue to persevere. After he has 
done the work on you in that refining fire, in that process of seizing, he will elevate you. The shift will take place and the elevation will continue until you're called and until you, until you show up in that position where he called you. In David's case, it was king in, here in the earth. That was his position, his rightful place in the earth. Anyway, guys, as you can see, I can talk on and on and on about this. So let us count it as joy when we go through trials and tribulations. Let us have this understanding that it is because uh, our faith is being tested. And the testing of our faith is what produces perseverance. So let perseverance finish its work according to James chapter 1. And as you can see, so beautifully and gracefully demonstrated by even King David's life prior to him becoming king. Let us take seriously and be grateful for the position we have right now. No matter how insignificant it may seem in the eyes of man, no matter how small it may seem, even in your own eyes, compared to what the Lord has already shown you to, to, to uh, you know, in comparison to, to what is to come. Don't, don't discount these small beginnings. Because it is in these small beginnings that perseverance is produced. And when the time is right, as long as you stay right, okay, we got to do our part and we have to stay right. And all that looks like is just continuing continue to be faithful. Okay, it's, it's our faithfulness that's counted as righteousness or seen as righteousness in the sight of the Lord is what the Bible says. So as long as we remain faithful, believing God at his word, remaining obedient, staying on the course with a yielded heart, what the Lord has for us will surely come to pass, just as it did for David. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. You think David knew when he took that basket of food to his brothers that he was going to be Fighting, fighting Goliath, which by the way, wasn't a fight. And David had that confidence from the very beginning. This ain't going to be no fight. Y'all, I can't wait to get into chapter 17 in the next episode. I'm going to have to, I got to do it. Wow. I had so much fun. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to close on that note, guys. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was much longer than I wanted it to be, but I pray it blessed you. Don't forget to follow you guys. Don't forget to like if you're listening via podcast, Spotify, and Apple uh, Podcasts. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, guys, don't forget to subscribe right here. Also, uh, check out River Business Academy. We do have a couple of courses that are starting on uh, November 15th. There are two consecutive um classes of focusing on strategy and consistency in business. So check out riverbusinessacademy.com for more information. Feel free to sign up if you want to take classes with me starting on the 15th of November. And yeah, guys, I'll leave you on that note. May God bless you. I really appreciate you. May God bless you.